You're tuned into episode six of the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast for nonprofits, where today we talk about story based direct mail appeal for end of the year fundraising. Welcome to the Minor Touches and Major Gifts podcast, where small nonprofit leaders get the strategies and encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We're proud nonprofit leaders. We refuse to leave the world as it is. Nope, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, having fun while we're doing it. We believe that enough minor touches done with excellence results in major gifts for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. And just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission funded. I'm your host, David Oaks. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode six. It's my honor once again to be here on the show serving you. We're talking about story-based direct mail appeals for our end-of-the-year fundraising. And we're going to talk about that quickly, but first, today's show is brought to you by Fundraising Freedom Academy. Leave the stress of fundraising behind. Fundraising Freedom Academy is an online monthly tra- training program that gives you all the resources and training you need to build out your organization's fundraising campaign. Fundraising Freedom eliminates unnecessary stress, frees up your time, gives you everything you need to build a sustainable signature fundraising campaign. Throughout the program, you'll learn how to build relationships with volunteers and donors, creating dependable, reliable support for your mission year after year. Fundraising Freedom gives you anytime access online video training where you get actionable and valuable strategies including how to communicate with your donor base, how to recruit a fundraising committee, how to make the ask for recurring and special gifts. It includes live mastermind coaching calls where every two weeks you have direct access to Fundraising Freedom Master Coach Mary Valoni, the coaching team, myself, and your peers through live calls. Calls uh, These calls are recorded. If you happen to miss one, you can always watch the replay, and you'll get your specific questions answered. Answered, get the clarity you need. That's live. You get access to, you get to join the fun, um, Freedom Fundraising online community. You can always get instant answers from the online community. Interact, engage, tap into the wisdom of the mastermind. Yeah, students who are all building and growing their fundraisers as you build and grow yours. So start today. Click on the URL in the show notes. Don't miss the most lucrative season of the year for non-profit fundraising because you don't have a plan. Join Fundraising Freedom Academy today. It's in your price range. It's priced in your price range. Go and check it out. Click on the link in the show notes. Okay, now back to minor touches, major gifts. Today we're talking about story-based direct mail appeals for your end-of-the-year fundraising. Okay, 
Uh, let's find it. End of the year. <clears throat> you maximize your year-end fundraising with an old-fashioned <laughs> printed story-based direct mail appeal. Somebody, I have people ask me, you mean we should still mail stuff here in the United States? Yes, for sure. Direct mail is the number one driver of online giving. Go back and listen to last week's show. Look at my blog post, and there's a download there. Uh, get into that. If you're going to send a direct mail appeal, it will be more memorable if it is story-based. What does it mean to have a story-based appeal? A story-based appeal is an appeal written around the story of one of your constituents, who needs your help. It's someone who has come to you and needs what your mission is offering. The story talks about the obstacles your constituent faces and how your donor has the wonderful opportunity to alleviate these obstacles. A story-based appeal is written around someone who needs your help. It's uh, an appeal that helps your donors see, <laughs> see how their giving makes an impact. It allows your donor to write themselves into the story, actually. You write about a person with a need, and your donor gets to finish the story by fixing it. Wow, that is a great opportunity that your people will take advantage of. A story-based appeal connects people to other people and helps other people see what you see <laughs> in a 24-7, 365 information overloaded world. We have to do something to attract our donors' attention. The way we do that is by harnessing the power of stories in our appeal. According to an Ohio State University study, stories are 22 times more memorable than statistics. Wow. Stories teach us, inspire us, and call us to action. I'm going to give you, let's see, how many points do I have? I'm going to give you six quick points very quickly, just six thoughts that I'm going to give you that you should take notes. And if you'll grab just these thoughts and begin to incorporate them into your end of the year appeal, It'll make a difference. Oh, okay. Ready? Six points very quickly. Shotgun. Boom, boom, boom. Great story-based appeal letters. Number one, are donor-centered. This is a story-based appeal where you make the donor the hero. Now, that sounds, you're probably saying, well, we probably do that all the time. But honestly, most of the appeals and the writing that we do, the collateral that we send to our people is about our organization. We have to stop. Here's where we, we don't write a letter and say, here's all that we did. Here's all that we are doing. Uh, would you help us? No. Instead of talking about all that you're doing, you say, here is a constituent. Here is what she needs. Here's how you can provide for that need with your gift. Here's what you can accomplish. Wow, we didn't even enter into that story. Here's a problem. Here's a person. Here's an opportunity. Here's what you do. Wow, 
It's about a person, a problem, and it's about the donor. It's not about us. A donor-centered appeal. This is contra- I'm contrasting that with an organization-centered appeal. A donor-centered appeal engages donors in the fight. In a donor-centered appeal, we would put ourselves in the back seat, and then we connect the donor with what needs to be done and what's being done. This appeal emphasizes that the donors are major stakeholders in the story, and they have a continually vital role. Some common phrases that you'll see that we use in donor-based appeals are because of you, with your help, when you act today. Wow. A donor-centered appeal uses the word you, Y-O-U, twice as many times as the words we, W-E, or us. A donor-centered appeal takes advantage of saying you over and over and over. Tom Ahern, who's a fundraising guru, says that when you do your appeals and newsletters, you should do the red pen test. This is dramatic, and I challenge you to do it. I do it, sure. It's where you take a red pen after you've written your appeal and circle every occurrence of the words we, us, and our. Then go back and change the sentence so that um, all the us's and we's become you. And Bloomerang even offers an online portal for free where you can paste your appeal and it'll analyze and contrast the you words and the we words. If you, I'll put the, uh, I'll have a, a a link in the show notes where you can look at that. You I, uh, mark that on your browser and when you write your appeals, stick it in that little analysis analyzer and find out how much help you need to give to your writing. You, the word you, has been called the most powerful word in fundraising. A story-based, donor-centered appeal emphasizes that the donors are the ones providing the solution to a very urgent need. A great story-based appeal highlights the importance of your mission's operations by outlining the struggle of your constituent and how your donor helps them get it. Wow, okay. So number one, great story-based appeal letters are donor-centered. Number two, they embrace conflict very quickly. This appeal helps the donor know what it feels like to struggle with the injustice that your organization seeks to address. It helps the donor feel what it's like to be hungry or what it's like to be homeless or what it's like to be abused as a child. It helps the donor understand the feelings. That's a big word. Feelings that your people feel as they fight to overcome the obstacles in their way. Listen, here's a good thing to write down. Feeling engages generosity. Statistics suppress generosity. Here's what we think. If I'll write, here are the big numbers of the people who need our help, it'll move the donor to give. It won't. It will not. It will suppress their generosity. But if you will tell a story about one of your people and the struggle that they face and how they find that solution through your mission, through your vision, 
it'll impact the donor. Okay, so that was quick, wasn't it? Number one, great story-based appeal letters are donor-centered. Two, they embrace conflict. Three, they clearly defined the impact of the donor's gift. Tell the donor what their dollar is paying for specifically. The key to great fundraising is to give the donor an opportunity to make a difference. A key to great appeals is showing them and giving them the opportunity to make impact. You can't just say, Stand with us in our time of need. Would you give today? (laughs) No, there's nothing specific. I cannot touch your time of need. Stand with us as we stand with others. No. Uh, Will you help the homeless? Boom. Will you feed the homeless of the world? Oh my gosh. That that incites me not to give because I don't have the resources to feed all the homeless in the world. But here's, if you'll ask me to do this, give me something I can do. Buy a meal, one meal for a homeless person at our shelter. We get for $1.99. What? Are you kidding me? Well, here's what I do. I start fantasizing about how many meals I can give to a homeless person at a dollar ninety-nine. You say, David, if we say we need a dollar ninety-nine, people send in a dollar ninety-nine, and we need way more than that. What will happen? You'll see. Is if you'll ask for a donor to fix something, send a dollar ninety-nine. It provides one meal a day. That donor will send enough money. Oh, my gosh. They will feel so good about themselves when they send in 25 and 50 and 100. And they'll knock themselves out to send gifts of 5,000. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Clearly defined the impact. Okay. So that was one, two, three. Our donor centered. Embrace the conflict. Number four. Quickly, your story is unfinished. Your story is unsolved. There are two types of stories in fundraising. There's four kinds under the two types, but there's two types, finished and unfinished. Finished stories go in your newsletters. Those are stories where someone came to you, they struggled, and you met the need, and today their life is amazing. Put that in your newsletter. Do not put that completed and finished story in your appeal. An unfinished story goes in your appeal. In your appeal letter, make sure that the problem, the struggle, is left unsolved so the donor can fix it. Don't talk about a donor who came to you with problems but is doing wonderful now and would you help others like them? No. Talk about a donor who showed up on your door. Talk about what that uh, what talk about a constituent, forgive me, who showed up at your door, what that person needs and how the donor has now the opportunity to provide it. Number 5 last well we got 6 points, two more, one more is about one person. Okay? Your your donor-based story is not about a bunch of people. And I just mentioned it there. Talk about a constituent that showed up at your door, is struggling, what they need, and how the donor can give it to them. Don't talk about the hundreds of people who need you. Don't talk about the dozens. Don't talk about the ten. Talk about one. 
others will see themselves in our story when we tell a story in a way that it connects uh, our connects them to a single person. When you focus on a lot of people, your donors become overwhelmed and they'll get confused and they'll check out. Listen, donors don't give to your mission because it's big. They give because it's solvable. The most compelling stories feature one individual person in need. Donors give more when they think they're helping another person, when they can relate to one person. Research has shown that people donate more when they can identify with one person in need. One person, not a village, not a neighborhood, not a drought-stricken region, not the arts and democracy, no. Get one person that the donor could possibly look in the eye, feel empathy toward, and give. One hungry child, not world hunger. One polar bear that can't find a patch of ice, Don't ask donors to give to just climate change. One homeless person who needs a place to stay stay, and how what it'll take to accomplish that. Don't ask your donor to just give to homelessness. Ask them to give to one person fighting cancer. Not to the olive. I, I can't fix cancer. But I'm telling you, I can help one person in their fight. Yes, I can. Okay, and the last point, number six, <clears throat> your direct mail story-based appeal. Please hear this. It's just too easy to fix. And I, I get these and I get stuff in the mail and I see where poor organizations are breaking this rule and I feel sorry for them. But it's mailed in a number 10 business envelope. Trust me, I tell you, there's a lot of research going into this through the years. Do not send your appeal. Don't send your newsletter. Don't send anything from your nonprofit in a self-mailer. Oh my God. How many nonprofits get stuck here? To save money, they print their appeals and newsletters to take advantage of self-mailing. Listen to me. Self-mailers kill your response rate. For reasons I'm sure many we don't know and, and some that we do, but self-mailers look cheap. They look unimportant. They look bulk and they drastically reduce your response rate. So last point, your story-based appeal should be mailed in a number 10 business envelope. Okay, that's it for the day. I want to give you a free download to help you grasp the concept of story-based appeals. So uh, um, a letter that I've just written for one of my clients, I think he'll be okay with me sharing it with you. You can download it. Just click on the link in the show notes and you can download an example, a sample story-based appeal that I've just written and it remains to be seen how much money we'll raise off of it. I'll keep you informed, but you can download it and then listen, write your appeal like it, write it like it, X out all the we's, the us's and make sure that it has you just liberally, just all through the whole thing. Okay, so that's brought us to the end of today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please help me. You can do me a big, big deal, big help. If you have gotten anything off of the podcast, you really want to help me go to the Apple podcast app 
and leave a five-star review. That would be amazing. Press on the link in the show notes for the stuff we talked about earlier. And uh, there's just good free stuff. I always try to make sure I load you up there. All right. So that's it. Until next time. Here we go. This is David Oaks saying to always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. It is coming together. It's breaking our way. And because the world is a better place when we're at our best, excellence is our passionate pursuit. We're not begging, we're not pleading, nope. We're just inviting humanity to partner with the power of providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, and to leave the world we found in a better place. So until next time, this is David Oaks saying so long. Mm-hmm.